0: And I'm
1: Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today, we are talking
0: about the works of Beatrix Potter. It's justice.
1: this topic because it's springtime. It's almost Easter. Um, this felt like a good uh, springtime thing to do. The weather just got really nice here. <laughs> so It's
0: been chilly and rainy here, uh, <laughs> but
1: I guess that is kind of springish. That is kind of springish, But yes. in the winter, it was very springish. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we've had very atypical weather this year, it seems yeah. like. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like, the last couple of days have been nice and warm and rainy, <laughs> but... Yeah. Yeah, seems like a good thing to do. Flowers are blooming. Yeah, we've
0: got the cherry trees happening over here, and... Um, yeah. Do you, do you garden at all? No. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, I grew up on a farm with a very plentiful garden... Yes, but so yes, I've always been around gardens. Um, but but living
1: you're, on my own, I You're garden adjacent, but not.
0: <laughs> yeah, like like my folks still have a garden, and yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, so I grew up with fresh vegetables and all that kind of stuff, and and like helping to can and everything. But you know, as a kid, I was like, ugh. I'm not picking any more oh, green beans. I hate them. <laughs> well, no, I loved eating them, but I was like... Oh. Right,
1: right, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to put in the work. <laughs> no,
0: I did enjoy going up in the bucket of the tractor um, for, to the top of the cherry trees, though.
1: Oh, how fun. That's <laughs> that awesome. <was> fun. Anyway. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not much of a gardener either, although, like, every year I plant herbs, and every year I go longer without killing them, so... Oh, good job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't have a green. (laughs) No, I, yeah, I have, uh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Like, my mom has all green fingers, but I have zero.
1: (laughs) Yeah, too bad that doesn't, like, seem to pass on a skipped generation.
0: (laughs) I know, what's up with that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to talk lots about Beatrix Potter, but first, let's do Tasty Time, where we talk about what's going on in fiction food.
0: Tasty time. so for April coming up for phantom foodies we've got Mario Month hashtag Mario Month coming up for April uh, and then, and that's hosted by a level one chef. And then what was the thing for what was uh, for f- food and flicks? Was that food,
1: food and flicks is a touch of spice which is a 2003 Greek food movie. Um, which I've not seen, but it seems pretty interesting since it's a food movie. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. nice. about speed in it, yeah. So those are the upcoming themes for April. Mm. So yeah, check those out. Um, So how about you? What's your what's your pick for the for the week? So
0: I'm still on the comic. <laughs> yeah, <I> know, <laughs> the yeah, comic even, kick.
1: You've been sharing a food comic every episode.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, on Netflix, there is a a uh, short-run series called Samurai Gourmet, and that just came on Netflix, like, on the 17th, I think, of March. Um, So it's still new to the U.S. Um, It's a Japanese live-action short drama series, and it's based on a manga or based on a Japanese comic. Oh, okay. Um yeah, and it's kind of geared towards um, so like in in Japan, manga is for everyone. Like they have all different kinds of manga geared towards different audiences. Um so this one is actually geared towards like middle-aged men. <laughs> <laughs> um And but the story is about a retired salary man. So like there's you know a man. I think he's like in his 60s or something or 70 or something. Um, But he like he's recently retired from an office job. You know from the business world, and he doesn't know what to do with himself. And so he ends up you know taking walks around his neighborhood, and each day he'll try a new restaurant. And so it's kind of like a lot of nostalgia thrown in for him, like uh, remembering um, his past or just... It's like meeting different characters. Um, But it's called Samurai Gourmet because he is kind of seeing himself as a lone samurai wandering, you know, (laughs) wandering the area. Yeah, and he... But he kind of... He, like, has these visions of a samurai. Like, if he... Like, in the first episode, he, you know, is still trying, to, like, getting used to the fact that he doesn't have to go into work anymore. Um, and so, he's like, whoa, can I just, like, go into this? Re-? Like, it feels weird just going into this right. yeah. what restaurant do people, in the middle of the day. What do people do
1: between the hours of nine and five? Yeah, if <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And I guess there were some other like um, I feel working like you're class playing, men playing hooky. <laughs> yeah, so he was so it was kind of you know about him getting used to that. And then but then like in this the first restaurant that he stopped in, um, like there were these younger men who were you know still working day jobs. I guess they were on their lunch break or something. Um, but he really wanted a beer, and he's like, but like you can't do that like that's unheard of but he's like wait a minute i'm retired but like but he had this vision of like a samurai coming into the into the cafe and like all of a sudden it was like back in old times like the setting and and the samurai is like you know, give me something to drink, and like, it's Like anyway. I'm a samurai, I can do
1: whatever I want. Yeah, so
0: then the so, so it's kind of like he has these visions of a samurai, and then the samurai like sets an example for him to like be more
1: okay, yeah, confident. So, he, and so he's
0: finding his in, inner samurai. His inner samurai, yeah, based all around food. So, so oh, yeah, love so it's it. kind of fun, you know, because it so it is food based, and um, but yeah, it's and it's you know an older person just kind of like getting figuring out what their life is again and it's but it's like through food and it's so it's like then they're short episodes and so it's just kind of like a pleasant thing to watch yeah you know if you have a little bit of time and want to daydream about Japanese food oh
1: yes please
0: yeah (laughs) so so yeah so Samurai Gourmet based on a manga um, and it's the the series is on Netflix right now
1: Oh. So yeah. So what is your tasty time? Mine is a blog called the Necro Nom Nom Nomicon. <laughs> what? I love it. <laughs> which is hilarious. I love that name. Yeah. Yeah. So a-, a plus on the name. Um, the the way I came into contact with this, I guess, is I think she liked one of my like um, pictures on Instagram, and like which I'm like. I immediately perked up at the name of, <laughs> of the thing. Cause, yeah, so, like, I, I thought the name was, like, really cute and clever, so, like, I started checking her out, and she has a blog at eatthedead.com, and, um, just does, like, a lot of Halloweeny looking foods. Um, some inspired by fiction, like, there's some, um, like, Snow White-inspired, um, cider spiced uh sweet poison apple cupcakes um there's some like really cool looking like black gelatin things for um that are Krampus christmas coal um <laughs> but yeah so apparently she lives by my motto which is keep halloween in your little black heart all through the year <laughs> <laughs> and just like has like a lot of mostly mostly sweets i would say um and kind of like the artsy crafts you foods that like look like creepy crawlies and stuff like that but just really really cute stuff and looks pretty tasty too so yeah i would definitely what, so what is the address again it it's, is um eat the dead. okay because i
0: because i looked up uh necronomnomnomicon and it came up with something like a an older blog i guess oh okay. that's not it's not a current thing but I, I anyway but that's, that's why this also a <laughs> there's a cookbook with that title and so i was oh, like hey. <laughs> okay wow okay i need to so, start
1: looking into this yeah but no i was just talking about this blog yeah, that this on totally social media or whatever um the necro num yeah it's very cute stuff um so yeah i definitely recommend checking it out and you know it's only april now which is um you know um halloween uh half birthday yeah. <laughs> so yeah. only it's six all, months so Halloween. people you better start planning <laughs> yeah. start planning now so <laughs> awesome yeah so check it out that looks really cool all right so back to the season um springtime beatrix potter
0: yeah so what is your what's your history with beatrix potter tales
1: okay sure yeah so like um i i've been reading beatrix potter since i was a very young child was super into her um had like the whole set of like the little the little books you know um Mm -hmm. the little white books that were like you know about the size of your hand and like the whole set with every little story um I've, I've said before how I could probably recite the um, the night before Christmas. I probably could have recited uh, Peter Rabbit when I was like <laughs> three years old or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because read it so much. <laughs> Yeah, loved it very much. Um, have very um, specific stories that stand out to me. Like, there's a lot that I'm not as familiar with, because, like, kind of going through this, I'm like, wow, I feel like I've never read this, although I must have at some point. But then other ones that I read, like, over and over again, I think my favorites were um, Squirrel Nutkin and... And, um, A Tale of Two Bad Mice. <laughs> I love that one yeah. so much. And there's there's food in that one, so I guess we'll talk about it in a little bit. But yeah, like, I I, I loved it, and, um, I, I have memories of reading it at my, um, at my grandparents' house. Um, I don't know, I think, I think they had, like, a, one of the big treasuries over there, so I think I read that a good bit, and then I had the little books at home. Yeah, but I've always loved Beatrix Potter, and it, it, it just feels like... It's one of those, like, warm, cozy things, you know? Like, a, you're immediately transported to, like, huh, a simpler time. Yeah. Yeah, or at least for me. So, how about you?
0: Yes. So, similar. Like, like I wonder who hasn't grown up with, like, Peter Rabbit. I know, yeah. About, like, <laughs> I, I'm, sure,
1: I'm sure my story is, like, pretty common to, to
0: all Well, no, people. I mean, I just mean, like, yeah. when I worked at the specialty toy store, like, f- especially um, for, like baby gifts like we sold the heck out of like oh, yeah. Peter Rabbit themed things like little um little plush and yeah the little yeah. books and no, just perfect, a lot of different it's things it's so sweet mm-hmm. and
1: so innocent and like so perfect for all ages cuz like yeah, yeah the stories like i mean we'll talk about it but they have, kind of have a range you know there's very simple mm-hmm. ones and then there's like a little bit more involved ones but like yeah it's good for kids of all ages (laughs) yeah
0: so like growing up on a farm like we had mice and we had rabbits and i mean just that just lived you know in the outside world (laughs) um and so like so that was that was a big draw for me like because i loved animal stories and yeah so when like when we would visit the the library in town like i would zero in on the, yeah, the, and I love the, the size of the books. Like you were saying, it's the, with the white dust jacket and then the either blue or green board for the mm-hmm. books. Like, I yeah, knew. yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so like, I love the, the little size of them. Um, yeah, and I, so, so I would make like little, I, I don't know if I've said it on an episode before, like for, I, I don't know what it would have been for, but like I used to make little, Furniture for my like and put it outside of mouse holes and stuff.
1: I don't think you've ever mentioned that. Uh, have I not mentioned it? <laughs> I, I would remember that. That that's adorable.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like we. Yeah. I would. I would find like little little mouse tunnels and little mouse holes, and then I would, yeah, I would make, I don't know, just out of twigs and acorns and leaves and stuff, like, make little furniture, and then put it outside the hole, and then, and then I would come back the next day, and it would be gone, and so I was convinced, like, I would just daydream about, like, imagining what I had made as, like, sitting in a little living room under the ground, you know, like... (laughs) The little mice are like lounging on it having their teeth that's right but, yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean it would always be gone so i mean w- which
1: is exactly <laughs> what happens in uh tale of two bad mice they take all the doll furniture oh and take it back gosh. to their little house yeah so yeah they do those guys yeah, are crazy totally so but
0: yeah and so like i i kind of like i would kind of like collect beatrix potter things but i i've like lost a lot of it i don't know yeah, it's in that you know how things pack, get packed up and then you move yeah. around and then things disappear. It's like right. Minute,
1: well, I feel like too. Um, so. like you were saying, like it, it's a good baby gift. Um, yeah, definitely with both my kids. Um, they got uh, like Peter Rabbit gifts, and I think we do have like a little Peter Rabbit like stuffed animal somewhere. You know, which is yeah, which is yeah. so sweet. Cause I, yeah, I think like when I had them, I started feeling better. Or like re-experiencing, you know, that because it is such a like a, yeah, it's very nostalgic and yeah. like you said, the
0: cozy. I think because it, for a lot of us, it does harken back to. I mean, like our like earliest early, memories. Like early yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's like embedded yeah. in like maybe the contentment part of our brain or something yeah. like. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah so it's um, so yeah I mean even when I was like. I don't know, like, um, nine and ten, you know, eight, nine, and ten, like, I was still interested in Beatrix Potter, and I remember, like, checking out her um, art books from the library and, like, drawing from her, from her art books, and, like, yeah. I just that's- really like, liked the aesthetic, like, the watercolor Yeah, and, uh, that's very cool. And just the animal and nature stuff, so.
1: Right, because she started out as, like, um... Yeah, like an illustrator, you know? And so she did stuff from mm-hmm. fairy tales, but then also, like, a lot of just stuff from nature. Fung- right?
0: Fungus. Like, she actually went to school, like a a botany school or whatever, but with a specific focus on fungi. And she, like, did research on, on fungi and, like, wrote a paper about about them and then but then her paper was like rejected because she was a woman and then like a dude friend presented her paper and then like it didn't get published but apparently like whatever her findings were is still referenced to this day oh okay in in the
1: world of fungi
0: (laughs) But, yeah, so, so yeah, she would, like, she was really great at doing her, like, the naturalist, um...
1: Yeah, like, when, so when you think of those, like, you know, vi- Victorian nature illustrations, that's exactly mm-hmm. what she was doing, and, yeah. um, yeah, it obviously fi- um, found its way into her fictional work.
0: Yeah, because she grew up, so. she had, like, pet rabbits, and so, it's like, she always had this... Close connection with Yeah, yeah. So it, start, and, it
1: started off more yeah. scientific and then kind of veered into the more, like, fictional. It like, started drawing them wearing little clothes and having adventures. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, because when she was a kid, like, she had a pet... like Benjamin Bunny or Benjamin Bouncer was like her, one of her first pets and she would walk him around. Like they take him on family vacations to Scotland and he would like be on a little leash and then, and then she had like Peter Piper which is the next rabbit and he would do tricks and stuff. And so, yeah, so it's interesting because like, so she was always a good artist and then as she grew up a little bit, like she, yeah, like you said, it was more like scientific Mm -hmm. in a sense. Um, but then at one point, she kind of went back to, like, revisited her childhood, like, that wonder and that love she had for, a, like, pet pet kind of animals, and, um, and so, like, and then she just put those two together and created, <laughs> you know, created the world of Peter Rabbit tales. Yeah. yeah. So that was, because she was born in 1866, and then, um she passed away in nineteen forty three and but I can't remember when the first book was published when Peter Rabbit was published but like it was it was rejected at first like it was rejected many times and she's like screw this like I'm just gonna publish it on my own so she like published or printed like two hundred and fifty copies for friends and family and I'm like dude that's a lot of people <laughs> you <laughs> You're doing well if you like know that many people, but anyway. But I guess it was it just became a huge hit from those like 250 copies she made, and then one of the companies that rejected her, Frederick Warren, like reassessed <laughs> and was like, yeah. "Oh, it's a that, this Let's... popular." Yeah, and then she actually 1902. Got engaged. That's when it, that's 1902. One it, yeah, gotcha. And then she got engaged to to one of the Warrens, I don't know if it was Frederick Warren, but Warren. But then that was the sad part. Like, it was, they were so in love, and then. Norman
1: Warren.
0: Norman Warren. And yes. then. i got then the we, Wikipedia
1: page on. The yeah, Wikipedia. and then he died.
0: He died a month after their engagement. That's really oh, sad. Oh,
1: how sad. A yeah.
0: She did get uh, married later. Once she started, like, buying up farmland and stuff um, mm-hmm. with her, her Peter Rabbit millions. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, you Peter guess Rabbit then, money
1: to buy a farm. How appropriate.
0: Many farms, actually. Like, yeah. 15 farms. Because she wanted to, like, keep the countryside in the... What was it was, like, a trust or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, like, preserve the land. Mm-hmm. And so that was... She was, like, a big proponent for that. And she, like, raised sheep and won prizes mm-hmm. with the sheep. And, like, yeah. She's a pretty awesome lady. But, yeah, she did... So she did get... She did end up falling in love again and getting married and having a nice country country life um yeah but yeah so she made t- was it 23 or more stories yeah little, so little like stories. I've got this I'm
1: um, yeah. sitting with this treasury or yeah the classic tales of Beatrix Potter yeah and there's 23 stories in here so I'm not sure if it's complete but at least <laughs> that many
0: <laughs> yeah there are at least that many yeah cause I because I have the, an older one that has, like, 19 stories, and then and then I have a couple. I still have a few of the really old, um, you know, the little books, individual books. I actually <laughs> have one of my mom's old ones that's, like, super falling apart, but it's Jemima Puddle Duck, but it's, like,
1: Aww.
0: from the, I don't know, it's probably from, like, 1940s or 30s or something. I should, like, check the... Oh no! Just kidding. It would be like 1940s. My mom's not that old. <laughs> well, I mean, 50s. Just kidding. It would be the 1950s. <laughs> Sorry, mom.
1: <laughs> anyway, food. So yeah, let's should we got, just jump, yeah, let's jump it. into it because yeah, I, I think as we go uh, through, through yeah the stories. We'll have lots to talk about, you yeah, know, with the food mentions, but, like, other stuff, too.
0: So, when we say Beatrix Potter, well, let's, like... So, Peter Rabbit is, like, the universal...
1: <laughs> yes, like, by far the most popular story, yeah. I yeah. And when
0: we think... And then when you think of Peter Rabbit, like, immediately...
1: Because it's all about
0: him, all up in... Mr. McGregor's garden. That's right. Yeah, so his <laughs> adventure's
1: in the garden, just, like, hopping from vegetable to vegetable. So there's lots in the that. The vegetable
0: thief, Peter Rabbit. We love him so.
1: That's right. And, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, but the whole story, like... He's I a little mean, delinquent. That, like. part, that part of it, but while he's doing that, his sisters are picking blackberries, his mother's going to the bakery. When he gets home, it describes what they have for dinner. Like, I mean, this entire yeah. story is all, yeah. Oh, well, the story. first...
0: The first mention of food, because yeah, it's all it's Mama Rabbit, and then all this all the sisters, and then there's little Trouble Peter. But the first mention of food, <laughs> it's the mom saying, "Old Miss Rabbit said you may go into the fields or down the lane, but don't go into Mister McGregor's garden." Your father had an accident there, and he was put in a pie by Mrs. McGregor.
1: Oh, dear. Now
0: run along and don't get into mischief. I am going out.
1: (laughs) Remember how your your father was... Killed, baked, and eaten. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, now go have fun. Bye. I know, my goodness! <laughs> like, how dark is this story? Like, I never considered it like that, but like, wow. Yeah, that's
0: right. Like now that we're grown ups, or like that we're older, and we're rereading them. Yeah, we're like. It, this, it's just like when we did this the charming little sweet the fairy tale episode that
1: makes you yeah. feel so warm and cozy.
0: Yeah, it's about yeah. <laughs> now, you're right. now it's like, bam! What? <laughs> this is all about yeah, death and like. It's hardcore. Yeah, That's like, hardcore. we were
1: just talking about beforehand how so many of <laughs> these stories are about, like, yeah, uh, animals being killed and eaten, and, like, even by other animals, like, the whole um, tale of mm-hmm. Jemima Puddle Duck, you know, is about uh, Mr. Todd the fox, like, you know, trying yeah. to trick her into getting eaten, basically. Um, one of my favorites, the story of Miss Moppet, the little kitten, like, the whole... It's so oh. cute, but the yeah. whole time she's trying to... You know, she's a little, a little teeny kitten, so she's not that, like, good at stuff, but she's trying to, like, capture and kill she this mouse. She just wanted to
0: play with him.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, she just wanted to play and with him. And then,
0: take off his head and put his innards on the front porch of her owners as an offering for
1: Oh, anyway. yes. Right, exactly. Leave him as a gift. Yeah, because so... That's what... That's the reality. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what animals do. I and mean, growing up on a farm and, like, being on the yeah. nature, like, you see this stuff on a daily basis, so, like, not a big deal. In fact, living in a suburb, I see this on a daily basis because my neighbor's cat loves to leave us little presents. <laughs>
0: yeah, little <laughs> offerings. It's, it's gratitude. But, yeah, so, the, so that is interesting. Like, knowing that she grew up... Um, oh, I mean, the time period was you know, is still, like, rural, and, like, and, and she, I mean, she was, I mean, in her later years, especially, like we said, like, she was on, you know, owned farmland, and, you know, and, and all that stuff, so, like, yeah, so that's very present, and it's all very matter-of-fact in these stories. Yeah,
1: and it's not, um, yeah, it's not presented as, like, dark or anything, it's just kind of, yeah, like you said, matter-of-fact.
0: Yeah, like, it. it it's just yeah, it is what it is. But it's like, but yeah, so it's animal to animal, or it's human to animal. But it's but but the, but it, like as a grown up looking in on it, it's you know we realize it's these nice little stories and the animals wear clothes and go to market. But then there, yeah, there's the that darkness or I don't know, it's dark, but just the the like the realness, the stark contrast of. Yeah, like, these these, <laughs> these animals are going to get, or often get killed and eaten. Yeah, like, or,
1: like, their day- The pigs going to Is market
0: it, might not come back, <laughs> like-
1: Right, yeah, so it's not, like, completely, um, like, anthropomorphized or whatever, you know, um, like, it, they live these, like, little human lives, but then they have, like, an extra layer of, like- yeah. Just
0: danger
1: and, and reality on top of their, yeah, on top of their
0: lives. 'Cause Because some of the illustrations, yeah. too, like, some of the artwork, like, in one frame, you'll see them with a, you know, little bonnet and a basket and a, and a dress, and then in another frame, they will have no, they look like normal rabbits, like, with no clothes on, you know, just being puffy and, you know, under a tree or whatever. Right, like, right. So it's and interesting. like, when Peter,
1: yeah, Peter loses his clothes in the, um...
0: Then suddenly he's like a regular. Rabbit. Yeah,
1: then he's just a little rabbit. Yeah, yeah running
0: would... for his life.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's so
0: that's just interesting, like that kind of.
1: Yeah, like, like they're, juxtaposition they're, ki- they're kind of like little duality. people. They're kind of yeah. like little people, but then they are actually rabbits then, as well.
0: But then she'll mention the real, yeah, like real life will yeah. seep in, I guess. So yeah, so Papa Rabbit was made into a pie. And then what are the and then the sisters, what are they up to? She's... Yeah, they go all, to pick
1: blackberries.
0: Oh yeah, and the mom she got a loaf loaf of brown bread and currant buns. Five currant buns. <laughs> yes. Which Brighton Taylor. I guess we can just interject like Brighton Taylor made some currant buns. We should just say it right now. Oh
1: yeah. The queen. Yes. The par- so she, her and her website used to be food and literature, and I think it's just in literature now. In literature, um, yeah. But yeah, she put forth a beautiful Peter Rabbit mm-hmm. themed menu for Easter this year, and just put it out. Um, yeah, she she yeah she not only puts together like the most gorgeous menus, but like tablescapes that are inspired by and just yeah. like so cute. Like um, she's got like little lettuce boxes and stuff on the table and whatnot. Um, it has, like, so, a, a breakfast menu, which has chamomile mm-hmm. and apple cooler, little vegetable ki- uh, quiches, gooseberry tarts, um, and bowls of fruit, and a lunch menu, which is lettuce wraps, cucumber sandwiches, um, vegetable pies, radish dip, and crostinis, and blackberry tart. So, lovely. Yeah.
0: And she did make, um, the currant buns, which is what made me think of it. just now. Oh, like, okay, this, yeah. Um, because Mrs. Rabbit has the ha, has current buns in her basket in Peter Rabbit story, yeah. So um, yeah, Brighton even made the current buns. So, um, but yeah, if you go to her website, like you said, it's inliterature.net. dot um, net. You can find all the individual recipes, or also um, you can find the free Peter Rabbit ebook, little e booklet um, with recipes. So it's just like a little PDF. Um, you know, you sign up for Brighton's newsletter, and you can get a, a little Peter Rabbit recipe PDF.
1: Beautiful. Cookbook.
0: Yeah. So, but, what, like, we'll put links to all that biz. Yeah, we'll put it on um, our
1: show as well.
0: But, yeah, we just will mention that up front, because, yeah, Brighton has so many recipes um, inspired by Peter Rabbit and and the current buns, which we just mentioned. So, yep. yeah. And, and the blackberry, blackberry tarts, right? Which is... <laughs> The, flop, the Flopsy-Mopsy kind yeah. yeah,
1: And so, yeah, my recipe later that we'll talk about is also Peter Rabbit-inspired, just because, I mean, come on, like, you can make almost anything, just because he just basically runs <laughs> around, the, around the garden, and, you know... Uh, you have a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, and I love how, like, I mean, so, I mean, this basic, basically this whole story, I mean, you know, I'm, of course, of course I'm sure everybody's familiar, but, like, it just makes the garden feel so expansive, you know, because like he has like a little adventure in this section of it and like goes over here. And like you just think as a person, like you can't possibly be that large, but it just feels like this, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, like a whole world. And especially when he's trying to escape. I <laughs> know. So. Oh
0: yeah. yeah, it says he ate some lettuces and some French beans. And then he ate some radishes. Yeah, And then, feeling rather sick, he went to he went look, for, to look some for some parsley. parsley. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and then and walking around the cucumber frame. Yeah, he, yeah. He so see, it, it all
1: started off great. <laughs> like, he was just gorging himself. But then Watch out like for
0: them cucumbers. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then jumped around the cabbages. Yeah, so like, talks about all the garden food. Like, you're saying, like... It just seems like such a big place because he's, like, running by all these different... (laughs) Right. (laughs) He lost a shoe in the potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Got caught in a gooseberry net. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So when he finally, he finally escapes, thank goodness, doesn't get made into a pie. But, he, you know, since he lost his clothes and, you know, spent all afternoon in a wet, uh, uh... Watering can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, um, yeah, so he gets sick when he goes home. But, um, so, yeah, Flopsy Mopsy and Cottontail, his sisters, had bread and milk and blackberries for supper. But since he was sick, he went to bed with chamomile tea. And, like, to this day, whenever I drink <laughs> chamomile tea, I think about Peter Rabbit.
0: You're like wait is this a punishment like oh poor chamomile tea <laughs> i know
1: well no i think of it like nicely because i love milk. it it's, it's, yeah yes. Yeah, but small, here it's like smells delicious it's, like, well like yeah as a child i had no idea what that was i hadn't tried like now i drink a lot of like herbal tea and stuff um yeah. but like at the time i had no idea what it was and so when i first had it i'm like oh like in peter rabbit i've heard of this <laughs> so yeah same with currants too. I'm like, what the heck are currants? They're like small raisins. So. I know.
0: Now we and we learned that from Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> the, yeah, was it the Eat Me cakes that were written? Right, right, in, right. Yeah,
1: written in currants. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's just small raisins. Yeah, but they make it sound all fancy and Britishy. So yeah. <laughs> um. So I love
0: how a lot of her stories are interconnected. So right, like, it really like there's is many this recurring whole,
1: characters
0: yeah connected worlds. so like um like we could just cuz really the sequel to Peter Rabbit is The Tale of Benjamin Bunny Benjamin Bunny because it's Who's like right after co-
1: who is yeah, his cousin
0: his cousin yeah and so Peter ends up cuz like it starts out Benjamin's just like running around the place and then he sees he happens up he finds Peter wrapped up in a handkerchief because <laughs> Peter, Peter lost his clothes in McGregor's garden.
1: That's
0: <laughs> Yeah. And Benjamin's like, what's wrong, buddy? And Peter's like, The nope second else. time in a fortnight,
1: apparently. Yeah, so, like, he had just be <laughs> buying new clothes all the time because, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because he's a little punk. He's a little mess. He doesn't listen to his mama. <laughs> and we learned that old Miss Rabbit, that Mama Rabbit, um she sells herbs and rosemary tea and rabbit tobacco so which is what we
1: call lavender yeah which is what we call lavender lavender rabbit
0: tobacco a, a type of lavender yeah it's in the lavender family it's, but yeah i remember my mom telling me about it when i was a kid because mom she can just go all around the farm and know all the names of everything that's
1: so cool yeah yeah yeah, you talked about that before, how your mom. Said. Oh, have
0: a oh, okay, sorry. Oh. oh, no,
1: no, no! I mean, that's a good thing. Like, you, it, it's cool because it's come up before. Yeah, and I think that's awesome.
0: Whenever we talk about farms, yeah, I guess. farms
1: and herbs <laughs> and that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um.
0: So yeah, so they go back. So onions is the thing in Benjamin Bunny because they got the handkerchief. So might as well fill it up with something because they go into. To steal back Peter's clothes, and then they fill the handkerchief with onions. Yeah, and then they totally get caught and stuff. And then they get caught by a cat. And then Papa Papa Benjamin Bunny
1: mm-hmm.
0: comes and saves them and spanks them with the switch. <laughs> and he takes. He's like, I want to take some lettuce and take these onions anyway <laughs> so they got so they got in trouble again yeah and then mrs rabbit got the, got some onions and hung them from the kitchen ceiling with her herbs and rabbit tobacco mm-hmm. so anyway and then and then later on like and then we and then peter and benjamin grow up and they have further stories so but we can talk about those later but i think it's kind of cool so like I mean, the first story is Peter, and then there's one, you know, kind of like a sequel to that. And yeah, then,
1: exactly. And like then there s- are further
0: adventures of Peter and Benjamin and their children. Like they grow up and That's have right. children. That's yeah, right.
1: Ex- yeah, expanding. Yeah, expanding on this. Um, Benjamin
0: marries one of his one of the sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah anyway, the, bro- the world keeps growing. Yeah,
0: and then it's yeah, and it's neat how they mention char- other characters from other stories like. Tabitha Twitchit is mentioned in a few a couple stories and her little <laughs> troublemaker son Tom and <laughs> anyway um, so like the Taylor of Gloucester that didn't really have um, much food in it I mean there's lots of teacups and stuff but, uh, but that like that's one that's a really famous one Taylor of Gloucester. That's right
1: yeah I think that one and um, Squirrel Nutkin and, were her first like three little stories or whatever uh, if yeah you know, I, right, I wondered,
0: yeah. Cause yeah, maybe this is in publication order. Cause yeah, it's p- in the book I have. It's Peter Rabbit and then Gloucester and then Nutkin. I just skipped to Benjamin just because it was. Oh, okay. W- mine are along.
1: like mine are spread out. I think it like starts with. Because, yeah, my next one is, like, the Flopsy Bunnies, so I think mine, mine is going as, like, they relate, oh. to, relate to each other. <laughs> I, and see, I
0: like that. Like, because that make Because, like, if you're reading straight it, through... Yeah,
1: it kind of builds that on That
0: makes it. sense. Yeah, it yeah. kind of
1: builds, like, oh, wait a minute, I know, like, some of these characters already, you yeah, know, so... Yeah,
0: so my... Yeah, because yeah, Squirrel, Squirrel Duckin's, like, sure.
1: at the end of the book. <laughs>
0: so. Oh, yeah, Squirrel Duckin, for, for me, yeah, is, like, the third one. Um, okay, yeah. But... But, yeah, like, so, I'll, like, Taylor of Gloucester, like, I think in, in London, like, on Gloucester Street, like, there is actually, a, like, a Beatrix Potter shop
1: oh, there, and then, like,
0: I almost went there, but I was, like, with some friends, and blah, 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 we were, like, backpacking or whatever, and they're like, we don't have time for that, I was like, oh, man, you guys suck. I was like, because, you know, because, I like, I love Beatrix Potter stuff, and of so course. I was like, a I know. but it's just different. I want to
1: go, for sure. Uh,
0: anyway, but whenever I think of that, you know, it's, no more twist no, no, no twist and so i'm always thinking of like um red vines or whatever like <laughs> like that's anyway <laughs> here's some cherry. let's yeah the cherry twist or whatever they ran out, <laughs> ran out of some anyway it's like the elves and the shoemaker but matrix potter version it's a nice little right <laughs> winter tale Um, Oh, yeah, and just to interject, just, like, FYI, there is, and it's worth looking for, um, um, you and I talked a little bit about, I can't remember if you watched it, um, but it's Beatrix Potter, oh, I forget what it, like, it might be just called, like, The World of Peter Rabbit or something, but it was animated stories, it was the Potter's Potter stories animated, but the it the show began live action with Beatrix Potter, like with a rabbit on the table, and she's like writing a note or something.
1: I this I vaguely remember something like this. And, so it's really beautiful. So I
0: just I just yeah. um, remember loving the that when I was younger. Like it, okay. it wasn't when I was a kid. It was like.
1: I'm super familiar but like i I feel like that's like one of those things they may have shown us in school like you know (laughs) one of those days like the last day before winter break or something Mm -hmm. like i don't think it was it wasn't i don't think it was
0: around when we were like in elementary school so like but anyway maybe not like i'll find it and put a link to it um because i just remember it was really well done um like it was just it wasn't it was, like, perfectly to the stories, and the the animation was the style of the illustrations.
1: And oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah, I kind of like to see that, yeah.
0: Yeah. The rain has moved on. Anyway, yeah, I can totally <laughs> sing it to you. Like, I have the CD and stuff. Anyway, so, which one should we do next? Because we're in, we're in a different order, so I don't want to just be, like...
1: Oh, no, just, just go there, because I think you took more <laughs> notes than I did, so we'll go on your order. <laughs> all right,
0: well, the next one I have is Squirrel nut. Can, What can I say? Yeah. It's nuts. It's all about... Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah. actually not all about nuts. It's about all the things, the foods that the squirrels give to the owl, <laughs> so that they can be allowed to access the nuts. These nuts... <laughs> So, like, they... So, there's this little island that the squirrels go to to get nuts, but there's the Mr. Brown, old Mr. Brown, the owl, um, needs to give them permission, and so they give him little offerings. So, like, the first time they give him three fat mice as a present. And That's you, right. can you Imagine, like, these squirrels, like, they they murder three mice and then... Yeah,
1: good lord! I mean, yeah, so... Ferry back, them across to the little back island. the <laughs> circle of life here... <laughs>
0: I mean, they're not that much. Mice aren't that much smaller. Than no, I know. Like
1: squirrels are basically like yeah. <laughs> they mice are with,
0: rodents. Yeah, mice
1: with fluffy tails. Yeah. yeah.
0: So then they came back and gave him a fat mole the next day, and then they
1: also a rodent.
0: Yeah, and then they gave him um, some minnows, and then they gave him. Uh, Fat beetles, so everything was like really fat. It says fat. that's <laughs> so right. Yeah. The all, best, all the things best quality beetles the adjective fat, yeah, which are good as plums and plum pudding for old Mister Brown, <laughs> the beetles. Um, and then, oh no, the beetles. Anyway, um, wild honey. So yeah, so every time the squirrels give him an offering, then there's <laughs> doofy little squirrel Nutkin. <laughs> whizzing around, being a d- Like, he's just like... Nah, 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 nah. Like, sings these crazy little, like, really disrespectful songs and stuff.
1: Deepy little squirrel. Yeah.
0: Like, he's just being a ding-dong. Like,
1: <laughs> the
0: other squirrels are, like, being respectful and, like, paying homage, you know, like... That's right. And you squirrel
1: know, Nutkin's playing nine pins with a crab apple. Yeah, like, he's just being
0: dumb. Like, and so, I mean, he... So, in the end... The the owl is just grabs him because <laughs> Squirrel Nutkin like jump tries to jump on his head like
1: I mean, yeah Squirrel Nutkin does not respect the natural order of things I don't I think
0: he's a few nuts short <laughs> I mean he's so, <laughs> anyway and then it says yeah so all of us wait here so all the squirrels ran away when they came back very cautiously peeping around. Um, Mr. Brown was sitting quite still. Anyway, Nutkin was in his waistcoat pocket. It looks like the end of the story, but it isn't. Oh, this is, old Mr. Brown carried Nutkin into his house and held him up by the tail, intending to skin him. But Nutkin pulled so very hard that his tail broke in two, and he dashed up the staircase and escaped out of the attic window. And so then, then, to this day, you know, Squirrel Nutkin... He just has a little puff of a tail. Like, he doesn't have a... He just has a little half-tail. Now, <laughs> I get, I found my cat's stash of squirrel tails.
1: Oh, my God. Under
0: our porch. Oh, like, good Lord. <laughs> so, it is true that... wow, well, That squirrels... <laughs> squirrels... They're not like lizards, though. <laughs> I, yeah, they're not going to regenerate their
1: little, little yeah. fluffy tails. No, no. So, oh, my God. That's hilarious. There
0: is some squirrels... Your, your cat was like tails. a
1: gangster collecting teeth, you know. Yeah, it was really <laughs> it was like weird. I don't even know why I want, went up under tails. the porch,
0: but wow. somehow I ended up all up under the porch, and there was <laughs> and then I and then I discovered like a pile of great
1: yeah, squirrel you tails. Some, like you've got some. Under my face, for us.
0: yeah, yeah, the squirrels. Yeah, they were very wow. much like Squirrel Nutkin, like just being sassy and. Yeah, right, right up to the
1: can- <laughs> the cats. I'm not a fan of turns. squirrels for sure. Yeah, they are. They're like, so
0: funny. I actually, I like love squirrels because they're just entertaining.
1: I think I liked but. them when I was younger, but now I kind of feel like they're too rodenty for me. But I do remember, yeah, yeah being in college, like we had like these you know tall oak trees and stuff, and like we, I think the squirrels <laughs> yeah. would like curl nuts at people.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Like this Yeah. <laughs> just skitter around. Or they shove leaves into their mouth their cheeks to go yeah, build a nest yeah. or just chase each other. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway. <laughs> so. so squirrel nutkin. But then later on there's Timmy Tiptoes, who is respectable like he and his wife Good Goody. They are they're good little squirrels.
1: Okay, so how they're grey squirrels. squirrels. Yeah.
0: And then Squirrel Nutkin was a red squirrel. I don't know. I think that's all. Anyway, but the... But, yeah. So, they... But that was, again, that was all about... That's all about the nuts. Like, Timmy Tiptoe's story.
1: Yeah. They're well, let's let's talk about... Nuts. Let's talk about uh, Jemima Puddle Duck.
0: <laughs> yeah, where... Let me find that. Because this is
1: one of those Maybe. classic tales. Kind of like, um... Yeah, that's super classic. Uh, ri- me. reminds me of, like, Chicken Little, you know? Or... Yeah. Henny penny or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Jemima Puddle Duck is a duck, not the brightest not you know at all. bird on the farm, I guess. <laughs> um, and has a uh, as yet unnamed fox, but which we learn later is Mr. Todd the Fox. Yeah. He basically he's basically trying to trick her gentleman. into yeah.
0: she says it. he's very handsome and Oh yes, he's yeah. very yeah, he's foxy a nice man, voice. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, trying to trick her into. I feel him. like
0: there's some kind of allusion to real life. Like, I went. That one very much seems like a commentary on something. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, kind of like. The like woman
1: who's
0: trying yes. to, like, start a family and then gets duped by,
1: you know. Yeah, it is kind of like that, isn't it? Yeah. It
0: feels like there's something there in between the lines. Mm hmm. But
1: yeah, where, now I'm trying to find it. I don't know where it is. Yeah, this does no, feel like a cautionary tale, kind of like um, okay, uh, so. like Little Red Riding Hood, you know, or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So look look out for those. Yeah, you're just an innocent, you know, well-meaning woman. Look out for these, like,
0: yeah, tricksy men, Trixie hobbits. <laughs> yeah. Where is where are you, Jemima? Where? <laughs> Where did she go In my bed. Yeah, because so he even says he's like, "Oh, I love eggs and ducklings," and she's like, do, oh how nice!" Like, <laughs> and then he, yeah, he give, makes her a little cozy place to stay, and then and then he tells her he's like, "When you go, when you go back to the farm, will you pick some, you know, these these herbs?" Oh, here we go. Oh, no, just kidding. That's Taylor Tomkin. There are puddle ducks in the Taylor Tomkin. Um, he's like, will you... Here we go. Will you pick these very specific herbs for an omelet? And she, like, doesn't... I guess she doesn't know what an omelet is? I don't like... (laughs) (laughs) She... She... Yeah, may I ask you to bring some herbs from the farm garden to make a savory omelet? Sage and thyme and mint and two onions and some parsley. I will provide lard for the stuff, lard for the omelette, said the hospitable gentleman with sandy whiskers. <laughs> she was, and then it just said, Jemima Puddle Duck like, was a simpleton. Not even the mention of sage and onions made her suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so she went around, it says she went around. Yeah, yeah she's
1: like, no problem, I can proc- procure all that stuff. Yeah,
0: they, and they're all, it says they're all herbs that are used for stuffing roast duck. And then she got a couple onions, and then it was the collie dog, Kep, which is actually the name of Beatrix Potter's collie. It was oh, named okay. Kep. Yeah, in her um, older years at the farm. sheep farm.
1: Anyway. So this um, is kind of a creepy tale, because it's kind of like she's, I mean, it's kind of like the stories about people digging their own graves. Yeah. <laughs> so she's collecting the herbs for her own. <laughs>
0: but then the collie, he knew what was up. He's like, yeah, ah, yeah. Let me come with you, and then he got a couple of the little crazy pups, um, like beagle beagle pups, to go with him for backup. And then, but he didn't really—he didn't tell Jemima what was up. He just like—I know, with don't her. Tr-
1: don't trouble your pretty little
0: head. Yeah. So she went, that, and this always was troubling to me. So like they, she went back into where her eggs are, and then, you know, I guess um, the f- fox gentleman shut her in anyway, but the dogs had this, like, big fight with the fox, and chased the fox off, and then Kep opens the door to let Jemima out, and then instantly the two young dogs rush in and eat all her eggs.
1: Oh my god, I forgot that part. Yeah,
0: like, that All that always troubled me, because, because again, it's like, the this, this story... That's going along, you know, anthropomorphize animals or whatever, like, yay, she's going to get saved. Yeah, and then this,
1: like, super And then it brings it back to reality. Yeah, wow. The
0: dogs go in and eat the eggs, like, that's just, you know? It's like, all of a sudden, it's back into just, like, the animal, the real animal kingdom instead of, Mm -hmm. you know, this nice kind of fantasy. Right, right. Anyway, yeah, but then she's just like alright, whatever, you know, let let me just have some, like, (laughs) she has, does end up hatching four chicks later, like, on another sitting time, but, like, yeah. anyway, poor Jemima, I know, it's so sad, like, she's kind of a dim, dim dim-witted, but then, (laughs) and this stuff happens to her. Anyway, yeah, so two bad mice, let's talk about that.
1: I know, I was thinking about that one, yeah, I just, yeah. That again was one of my favorites. I love them. They're so mischievous and wonderful. So it's uh, what's his name? Tom Thumb and Hunka Munka. Yeah, I know. Hunkamonka. The best name. Yeah, Which I so, had. I had the
0: little plush of her, but I, I oh, did where, you? I don't oh. know where
1: oh. How cute! How cute! Yeah. yeah. So they they basically like bust into this like little dollhouse and wreak havoc. And um, the the food in this one is. They're getting excited to enjoy this like <laughs> beautiful guys. dinner, but it's all like plaster, lacquered um, yeah. food glued onto plates, and they're Red all like, upset about it. Yeah, and ham
0: and fish. Yeah, but it wouldn't yeah. come off the plates. So
1: it's it's all doll food, but it's yes, yeah, it's very pretty, but not so much edible. <laughs> yeah,
0: so they think they're get, getting in for a real treat while the dolls are out they like, oh yeah, let's go ahead and steal their dinner. <laughs> but it's so funny because it even like it describes like, yeah, Tom Thumb is like trying so hard to cut this ham, and then the and then Good. the little knife like crumples up, and then and right. then the wife tries and she's like banging on it and stuff. I and know, then, yeah. So it's not. Why don't they just yeah, tear up like the place <laughs> immediately?
1: Discover like this is not real food. They're like, no, no, no. We're going to make been this Boiled happen.
0: enough, or it's been boiled too much, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, so they're just trying so hard. It's
0: so cute. I love it. <laughs> but then they, then they just, like, throw a fit. Like, they just get, like, get really upset about everything and, like, throw stuff on the floor. But then you realize, like, if a person came in, they would just see mice doing
1: mice things. You know, right, like, right. tearing up so the bedding I, and stuff. I love this, because this is one of those things that's, like, um i guess more more like people focused because a lot of these stories mm-hmm. kind of take place you know within the animal's own world but this is basically like you said like um like mice that have gotten into a human's house and just kind of torn things up and chewed things up and yeah. this and that and that, that's exactly what you would see but really mice they're
0: mice. upset because they couldn't cut the little ham
1: right exactly <laughs> Per- perfectly reasonable. Mess. They weren't just coming and gnawing <laughs> up all your crap, you know. But, like, yes. it's so cute because they come to the little dollhouse and everything's, like, the perfect size for them. You know, so they do end up taking, like, you know, clothes and furniture and stuff. Yeah, they their do. Little and
0: mouthful. the little pram, like a little baby basket yeah. or whatever Yeah, I mean, for how them, sweet, yes. Yeah,
1: like, and it's always nice because they're like a little family, and they need stuff to take care of their family. Yeah. So they go and steal it from a dollhouse. I love it. Well, yeah.
0: they do learn their lesson, apparently. Because, or I guess they get scared enough because the, the nursery nurse mm-hmm. says... You know, I'm going to get a mouse trap or whatever. Because then at the very end of the story, it says that they, like, they found a little crooked sixpence and then gave it to the dolls for reparation. And then Hunkamunka would, like, sweep out the dollhouse every morning, you know. Yeah. So they were kind of, yeah, like, trying yeah, to paint back. They, yeah, they
1: do have, like, a crisis of conscience and, and yeah, <laughs> come back and, like, take care of the dollhouse. <laughs> but, uh,
0: but I thought the story was really interesting also because it introduces the dolls.
1: Right, they have Letty, names.
0: What mean to No, wait, what is it? It's Lucinda. Jane
1: and... Lucille and Jane.
0: Yeah, Lucinda and Jane and... Or Lucinda, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, like, because at first, it's very interesting because... Because it's like, uh, that they're just, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, so at some, sometimes when Beatrice Prada writes about the dolls, it seems as though she's writing it, you know, meaning that the dolls are being placed by a child. Mm -hmm. But then other times, the dolls actually are people (laughs) moving on their own, yeah. Like, the little policeman. Because in an, in one of the other stories, Ginger and Pickles, like, Lucinda and Jane are seen shopping at the little Ginger and Pickles <laughs> store, and then the little policeman goes into the store and, like, starts taking notes and things like that. And, like... <laughs> so it's So that is kind of weird, because those are inanimate objects that are coming alive. You know, as opposed to simply animals being, you know, wearing clothes and stuff, it's like, oh right. there's like a whole nother <laughs> so another level creepy. of like, okay, yeah. now, now dolls are people? Yeah,
1: sometimes. But yeah, but like
0: yeah kind of sometimes of it just seems mm-hmm. like they have been placed by a child, like, leaning up against, you know, like Lucinda sat upon the upset kitchen stove and stared and Jane leaned against the kitchen dresser and smiled, but neither of them made any remark or what you know, so That's right,
1: yes. They were just like placed there, but the animals just kinda accept them as like they're actually, you know Yeah, alive.
0: (laughs) But but then but then in other stories they actually are mentioned like as living things. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of... It's like, whoa, what? <laughs> like, it just yeah. it just changed a little bit. Like, anyway. Yeah, the
1: rules, <laughs> the rules are unclear in yeah. this world. Yeah, so yeah well, it's kind, it's kind, well, it's almost like, you know, the animals kind of morph in and out of being, like,
0: totally yeah.
1: human-like and animal-like. You know, it's, I yeah. guess maybe the dolls kind of morph in between being, like, doll-like and
0: also human-like. Hmm. Yeah. And, and that's, like, yeah, it's very... It's very interesting, and then, uh, then and like some of it,
1: like, you know, you're not sure, like, she, she was leaning upon this and made no remark, you know? Was she really? Or, yeah, she was just, like... Or she was, because she was a doll. Like, right. of course she was making no remark. <laughs> like, they, they just don't, regi- they don't register in the end. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Um... So, Miss Tikiwinkle, there's not really anything... But that's kind oh, of like a little. Oh, but how cute! She's a little hedgehog. I know, like that was one of the one of the little books I had growing up. So like really memorable to me. Um, but yeah. that's kind of like a little Alice in Wonderland at the end because it has it's a little human girl who you know is wandering around and happens upon Miss tiggywinkle and she doesn't realize she's a hedgehog, but they're like the same size and they're and so the little girl helps. Tiggie Winkle deliver the washing to people because that's what Tiggie Winkle does she's like the laundress or whatever
1: and then that seems kind of like um like kind of a commentary that you see in a lot of these stories about like childlike wonder you Mm -hmm. know that like yeah if you are young and innocent you can kind of experience this magical world you know whereas like older people might not be as aware of it you know They might just think that two Bad Mice just got into their house or something. (laughs) They didn't realize what was really going on. (laughs) Yeah. Because at
0: the end of this one, it says um, that, like, once they say goodbye to each other, and then the little girl turns around to, you know, to wave, she only sees a little hedgehog. Like... Miss Tiki Winkle is not, like, she's not wearing the clothes anymore, and she's smaller. She's the size of a hedgehog. And she's like, what? She she was a hedgehog. And then it says that, some people say that sh- the little girl had been asleep, and she had dreamed it all. But right. then it says, but then she found the three little clean pocket hand- handkerchiefs or whatever. So it's like, so it's kind of like, yeah, she stepped into a magical world. Like, she, like, her size even changed like mm-hmm. so it was kind of you know that kind of Alice kind yeah of
1: exactly
0: yeah so that so that even itself had a little different flavor to it like because in other stories it's you know the animals and people are interacting just like a normal like a, their existence has always been intermingled and you know they all go to pass each other on the road to go to the market and all this stuff so so yeah so it's kind of interesting how that how it changes every once in a while um. so the pie in the patty pan that's all about the pies that's right <laughs> so Duchess the little dog got, gets invited to tea with Ribby the cat but Duchess is like I don't want to eat ma- m- like any mouse pies so I'm going to sneak my own pie ham and something into Ribby's oven when she's not looking I'm going to switch pies <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, alright. Like, this, this, this doesn't sound very up, on the up and up. But anyway, so, but yeah, there's a mi- mix-up, because there are two ovens. Like, there's an upper oven and a lower oven, and then, so... So it ends up the Duchess, um... Ends up eating the mouse pie, and, like, loves it? But... <laughs> and then... But then she thinks that she, like, ate... I guess there's something called a patty pan that they used to put into pies. Like, I'm not sure. I'd have to, like, look it up. I I
1: know, I don't... I, well... So she had I one there's...
0: in her pie, but she thought... So she thought she ate it. She thought she swallowed it because she didn't I find didn't, it I didn't read
1: this... I didn't read this recently, so I'm not sure, but, like, I know it's a kind of squash. <laughs> oh, the patty pan? Well, it was something, like... Right? It's, um...
0: It's something... Oh, I see, patty pan squash.
1: Yeah, um, it's something else. Yeah, I, di- yeah, I didn't reread this, uh, like, I'm not sure what it's they Tell the pie in the to, patty pan,
0: yeah, it's like old school pastry, patty pans, cups used for baking, they were usually ah. paper, items used to bake in, in them. Anyway.
1: Okay, so basically like a muffin or a cupcake cup.
0: Yeah, I guess. So, for some reason, Duchess had, like, put one in her pie? Or something? I'm not sure. Or, or (laughs) But, yeah, anyway, so... It's just silly, because... She... (laughs) She, like... It's all because she was a troublemaker. Like, because she didn't want to eat mouse pie. So she was trying to be sneaky and put her own pie in the oven. And it just backfired on her hardcore. Um because then she ended up feeling really sick because she ate too much mouse pie and she thought she swallowed her little patty pan thing so yeah, so that's all about pie mouse and bacon or ham and something else Um, and then Jeremy Fisher he invites some buddies over but he's trying to like catch minnows for them and then he almost becomes fish food he gets his foot nibbled on That was kind of scary. I remember the the artwork for that, because you see him sitting on a lily pad dangling his foot in the water as he eats his his butterfly sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't catch any minnows, but he, like, takes a little break, eats some butterfly sandwiches. Yeah, and then, like... Butterfly sandwiches. This, like, big fish, like, almost...
1: Like, yeah, actually kind of does
0: eat him. Like, take put him in his mouth. Like, he gets...
1: Yeah, that's some straight-up Jaws imagery right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> so...
0: Yeah, and then he loses all his clothes and stuff. Anyway, mm-hmm. but then the then his friends come over, and um, Sir Isaac Newton... <laughs> the newt comes over, and Alderman, <laughs> Alderman Ptolemy Tortoise... Anyway, he brings a salad with him, and then they have... Instead of a nice dish of minnows, um, because it was an unsuccessful fishing trip, they had roasted grasshopper with ladybird sauce, which frogs consider a beautiful treat. But I think it must have been nasty. <laughs> 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 the author interjection.
1: Yeah, that's right. So that. I know. I yeah, I do like how she does. Um, yeah, put like kind of a commentary sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> she'll say, like, "I yeah, yeah, little things." Like, um, as a human, here's what I
0: think about mm-hmm. this or that, you know. <laughs> and the, f- the fierce bad rabbit is just the bad rabbit steals a carrot at the end. He gets his tail shot off. Oh, my
1: goodness. That's what
0: happens when you steal a carrot. Man, what a life, you know? You
1: yeah. gotta eat. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. And then, Miss yeah, Miss Moppet, like you mentioned her, she she's messing around.
1: I know the, the, a, a just literal a game, literal little, game of cat and mouse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: this is like the precursor to Tom and Jerry.
1: Yeah, this, it's yeah. The mouse. But like Miss Mop is Mop so Mop. cute. Like being you know, a cat, she is. being a cat person. Like yeah, I just With like a little she, She's the villain of the story, but like she's adorable. So, <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, because because at first, like
0: she, yeah, yeah, I guess she is the villain. I don't know. She gets her head bopped, poor little thing, and then she ties it up with a handkerchief and says, right. but,
1: yeah, but, yeah, you're right, it doesn't treat her as a villain. It's just like, this is the natural order of things, this is just what happens. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then Tom Kitten, so the dedication to Tom Kitten, it says, dedicated to all pickles. <laughs> Especially to those that get upon my garden wall. And p- later on, pickles is the name of a little dog, but, anyway... He's a little cute, dedicated uh, to all pickles. I
1: love
0: it. <laughs> so yeah, Tom Kitten. I mean, he just there's not really. He's just a little troublemaker. Um, but there's not really, you know, food like any standout food mentioned. Um, and then we have got the Roly Poly Pudding, which is more Tom, because Tom is. Just so much trouble. So, Tom is like playing hide and go seek, or just you know, like trying to hide, and then he gets <laughs> he basically gets kidnapped and tied up by these um, big rats. What, are, yeah, Anna Maria and uh, what's the I don't
1: remember this one.
0: Yeah, it's the roly poly pudding. It has an alternate. I mean, I remember,
1: I remember the name, but I don't. Yeah, I was about There's to. There's also must,
0: another title for it, but now I can't. It must remember. be
1: because this. Yeah, that's not in my book, so it must be called something else. Because I think this is. Yeah, let's see. Because no, the story sounds familiar to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they. This this was, it's like, an intense one. Like I, is, oh Samuel Whiskers, that's what it is. Yeah,
1: it's just, it's just and there's like there's like a chimney
0: that and something happens, right? Like, yeah, like it's like he
1: gets um little Tom vaguely, gets like he crawls through those.
0: like the chimney spaces or something. Anyway, he yeah. like happens upon where the two big rats are staying. It's um, Samuel Whiskers and Anna Maria, his wife. Um, anyway, but they've been like stealing like bits of dough and butter and stuff from the kit the. Um, cat's kitchen or i like, think i think it's tabitha Twitchit's um kitchen anyway mm-hmm. so like little tom he gets trussed up and wrapped in dough like a little burrito i mean they're gonna make like a dumpling out of it well a roly-poly pudding i guess <laughs> so like they're totally
1: gonna cook them and eat them
0: yeah it's yeah there's like very, there's
1: very high stakes to these like children's stories
0: Anna Maria did the tying. The old rat watched her and took snuff. When she had finished, they both sat staring at him, their mouths agape, meaning little Tom. (laughs) Anna Maria, said the old man rat, whose name was Sammy Whiskers, Anna Maria, make me a kitten dumpling roly-poly pudding for my dinner. It requires (laughs) dough and a pat of butter and a rolling pin, said Anna Maria, considering Tom Kitten with her head on one side. No. (laughs) Make it properly, Anna Maria, with breadcrumbs. (laughs) <laughs> they're like, are you nonsense butter and dough? Like, and then they just keep, like, they kind of fuss yeah. at each other. And then, I yeah, going
1: over technique. You
0: poor little, ba-
1: little baby kitten. He's just a
0: little head poking out of some dough. Like, anyway, but then, like, a because everybody's looking for the missing kitten. Yeah, there's this picture, and it's little Tom Kitten's head, and he's like crying. He's like, Meh! and he's wrapped up in dough, and then the mice are rolling a rolling pin over him. Like, it was it's really terrifying. Like, it's intense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're getting I,
0: <laughs> I have got half a smoked ham hidden in the chimney. <laughs> what? Help me tie up some mutton bones. Anyway, yeah. They smeared him in butter and then rolled him in the dough. <laughs> and then he gets saved by a, by a terrier who you know, sniffs him out and saves, saves him and delivers him back to his mom. And then, yeah, and then they, and then Mama, like, takes the, the, the dumpling had been peeled off and made separately into a bag pudding with currants in it to hide the smuts. <laughs> 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 and they gave him a hot bath uh-huh. to get the butter off. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rats. Yeah, the flopsy bunny is. So that uh, that's, I think this might be where I learned the word soporific, which oh, means that's like right, sleep. Because they eat
1: lettuce, which is very soporific. Yeah, yeah. well, up
0: to rabbits at least. Yeah, it is said right, it that makes the you, effect, makes
1: you sleepy. Yeah, yep.
0: it is said that the effect of eating too much lettuce is soporific. I have never felt sleepy after eating lettuces, but then I am not a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> it has a for different
1: the, effect on different species yeah, yeah,
0: the Flopsy bunnies Yeah, so it's all these little baby bunnies And then they, like, yeah, they eat a bunch of stuff, fall asleep And then Mr. McGregor finds them, puts them in a bag And he is so happy He's like, I got six little bunnies Or whatever, like one, two, three, four, five, six little rabbits He says Then he takes them home to his wife well, he thinks he takes them home, but um, the little mouse, little Miss Tittlemouse, also has her own story. Anyway, she, like, alerts the parents and gnaws a little hole in the bag so they the parents can extricate the babies, the sleeping babies, and then put rotten rotten vegetables in their place in the sack. <laughs> so Mr. McGregor's all happy. He's like, yeah, we're going to have some little roast baby bunnies. And and then he gives the bag to his wife, and the wife is like, what? Are you playing a joke? And he's really upset. Anyway, the end. (laughs) (laughs) The end. The baby bunnies are nice. Yes, baby bunnies.
1: Yeah.
0: And then Miss Tittlemouse. Miss Tittlemouse likes a tidy house. And then... This dude. (laughs) Mr. Jackson. He's like a toad, I guess? But he just, like, bruises his way all up in her house. And then anyway. And then she offers him cherry pits. Yeah, cherry stones she likes to eat and thistle down she likes to eat, but he doesn't want to eat them. But she has some bees in her house that she was trying to get rid of, and then he like but he smells the honey and stuff, and then he eats the bees i guess so then he leaves and she makes her door smaller so he can't get in again <laughs> she's like because she's being really polite to him but she's like oh why did he just invite himself over so when he leaves she like makes her doorway smaller so he can't fit in anymore and just like come into her her house unannounced and excellent then, yeah and then she has a little party with other mice and then he just looks in through the window because he because he can't get in and then they hand him cup uh, some cupfuls of honeydew acorn cup yeah that um when window. you were
1: talking when you were talking about well, what was his name mr mr mr, Jack- Toad? mr. jackson oh this, yeah yeah in
0: this one yeah
1: oh okay well i was getting like wind in the willows vibes from that and then this <laughs> one gives me yeah. um uh uh winnie the pooh <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, were you talking about like Jeremy, when he gets, Jeremy Fisher was like one of, them Jeremy, one of the Yeah, Jeremy yeah.
1: Fisher, yeah. yeah. And then
0: this one, yeah, Miss the
1: is uh when when he gets yeah. When he gets stuck in Rabbit's house. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Mr. Todd, that's some more bunny eating. Potential bunny eating.
1: Oh my goodness. And uh this one kind of strikes me too. Like um I was thinking about this near the beginning, the like You know, these are all stories about, like, little anthropomorphic animals, but, like, they're very much on different levels, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I think Peter Rabbit's, like, right in the middle, and then, like, you know, Miss Moppet is, like, a very cute short story. seems Mm -hmm. like it's for, like, smaller kids. Mr. Todd is, like, kind of, like, a long and winding story. Yeah. yeah, so, like, some of them are, like, very much more involved than others, you know. And then, and then we even have some, like, little nursery rhymes, too. So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're similar stories, but they're kind of written on all different levels. Yeah, so it's kind of, like... It seems like, yeah. You
0: could grow with a child, like... Yeah, exactly, levels, exactly.
1: You like, can start yeah. off with these, like, simple little nursery rhymes and then kind of grow into, like, more involved stories. So.
0: Yeah.
1: So this is another... So this is, like,
0: the children of... Benjamin Bunny. hmm Um, and they get... Yeah, Badger kidnaps them. Basically. Little babies! Like, they just started opening their eyes. Like, they're really young. But he's like, I'm gonna have some rabbit pie. Anyway, but... Bef- he, like... Falls asleep before eating them. And then Peter and Benjamin, you know, are trying to rescue them. And then Mr. Todd... Because the badger ends up going to, like, an old house of Mr. Todd's, who's the fox. And so, Mm -hmm. then they have, like, history, like, negative history together. So, like, they end up (laughs) fighting each other, the badger and the fox. And then while they're fighting, um, Benjamin and Peter rush in and save the babies. So, they do not get to have... Nobody gets to have bunny pie.
1: Yeah, a little
0: bunny pie today. No bunny pie today. Not today. Yeah, Mr. Brock, who's the badger, he sitting at Mr. Todd's kitchen table pouring out tea from Mr. Todd's teapot into Mr. Todd's teacup. He was quite dry himself. Oh, because Mr. Todd tried to pour a bucket of water on him. Anyway, he was grinning and he threw the cup of scalding tea all over Mr. Todd. <laughs> and then that and that instigated them they're like totally fighting and stuff. Can you imagine? He like just sitting there. You're like sitting there at somebody in somebody else's house, like sipping tea from their their teacup, and then they come in, and you're just like, you're, like you just grin and like <laughs> toss the tea all over them, and then and then Mr. Todd just like lunges at him, and then just, like, how rude? Yeah, it was like some mega fight scene, and then little pigling pigling bland, yeah, pigling bland, and then. Little Pig Robinson. Like, they're these... And they're a little bit longer. Like, I think Little Pig Robinson is the longest tale. The longest story, perhaps. Um, But yeah, they're both about these little pigs that go to... Well, Pigling Bland is, like, on his way to market. And I don't know if... Because the mom, like, sends all of her kids... Like, gets rid of all of her kids, basically. Her little piglets. Because there's just too many and they're just too crazy. But like, it almost sounds like she's sending them off to their death. I don't know. Like, but it's like, oh, they're they're getting jobs or something. I don't know. So oh little pigling gland was. Like, I
1: didn't. I didn't read this one <laughs> just now. So oh no, it's fine.
0: yeah. Like so. But he's, it
1: sounds it sounds about accurate. Like considering some of these other stories, the same.
0: Yeah. Well, it, yeah. So like he's on his way to market to like get a job or something, and then but he is taken in by this person who... Yeah, Mr. Piperson. Um, (laughs) It says, After supper, Mr. Piperson consulted an almanac and felt piglings' ribs. It was too late in the season for curing bacon, and he grudged his meal. (laughs) So it's like... Yeah, he, he looked at the small remains of of his side of bacon of, I guess it's called a flitch which is a side of bacon and then looked undecidedly at Pigling <laughs> you may sleep on the rug that's like <laughs> that's like the, yeah like and then another little pig shows up that has been kidnapped in this house and then what then she says she was stolen and then Pigling is like what for and she says bacon, hams she replied cheerfully. Oh my goodness! Ah. Yeah, she's saying this cheerfully, and then he's like, "Why don't you run away?" And she says, "I shall after supper."
1: <laughs> anyway, so no, she's kind of crazy. No urgency at all. Yeah, just little nah, nah. little
0: pigwig is kind of crazy, and but Pigling Bland is like, "Oh crap, we've got to get out of here." Yeah. So in this story, it's of course, it's about him escaping being eaten. Um, But also, he has, like, a bunch of peppermints that he is, like, giving out to people. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Pig and peppermints. So, yeah. So, that one. And then, Little Pig Robinson is, like, inspired by um, the owl and the pussycat. Oh, okay. That little tail. Yeah, sweet little poem. Yeah, and then... I don't know if it's in that, or... Oh, so Little Big Robinson was the last of Beatrix Prouders' stories to be... Oh, it was the last to be published, but it was actually one of the first ones she ever wrote. Oh, okay. Um where the bong tree grows. like So it also has some, like, Robinson Crusoe in here, like, illusions and stuff. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so he's, like, shopping. His aunts send him into market shopping to, like, get all these different things. And then it ends up that um, a, a sailor sees him, and little pigling, or little um, pig Robinson, like, he doesn't like to say no. And so he, like, ends up going with with this um guy to like have a tour of his ship or whatever but it turns out he's the ship's cook and he wants this
1: this theme just keeps coming up
0: but it's very much like a child kidnapping because it's like this little pig in his little clothes and he's like so young and he's sent to market to get with a little list of items
1: from his aunt, so it is kind of a warning tale. Like, don't be yeah. do like polite; you can't stand up for yourself when you know something's amiss. And the
0: imagery is like this: yeah, this this grown man, and he's like holding the little hand of this little pig. And people are like looking at them funny and stuff and and the man is like really nice and like is offering him tobacco or whatever <laughs> like and then little right. pigling bland like take like offers him some of his like sweet sticks i can't remember what they're yeah, got, so like yeah so another sticks. one of
1: those like jemima puddle that
0: yeah tails
1: yeah kind of kind of you know like uh crafty older more powerful powerful person yeah there's like kind of manipulation
0: yeah yeah um Mm. and then and he ends up on the ship and it turns out like he's gonna be the well pig like um pig robinson like doesn't get it but um but the idea is that he's gonna become the birthday meal for the captain i mean the (laughs) captain's name is captain butcher i mean wow but anyway, oh my
1: goodness! Yeah, How but there's is- a cat
0: on board who's been like who drops these hardcore hints so that he the pig can know that he like they right, right. kidnapped him. They need
1: to get out of here. Yeah. yeah,
0: but it's the cat who is in love with the owl <laughs> the, for the owl what? and the pussycat. Um. Anyway, so but he like helps the cat helps pigling pig or pig Robinson to escape, and he ends yeah. up. Um, ends up living on this island <laughs> that has. Wait, I think I ran out of tabs when I was reading this. But like, he ends up on an island that is also in Robinson Crusoe, the island mm-hmm. of the bong, the island of the bong tree. Um, but in this version, the shore was covered with oyster. Oysters, Acid pops and sweets grew upon the trees. Acid or acid drops. Sorry, (laughs) I'm like thinking of Harry Potter acid pops. Acid pops. Yeah. Acid drops, which uh, sounds like this. (laughs) I don't know what that is, but I guess it's a kind of candy. But it does make me think of Harry Potter. Acid drops and and sweets grew upon the trees. Yams, which are a sort of sweet potato, (laughs) abounded, ready-cooked, The breadfruit tree grew iced cakes and muffins ready-baked, so no pig needs sigh for porridge. (laughs) Overhead towered the (laughs) bong tree. If you want a more detailed description of the island, you must read Robinson Crusoe. The island of the bong tree was very like Crusoe's, only without its drawbacks. (laughs) I've never been there myself, so I rely upon the report of the owl and the pussycat who visited it 18 months later on their delightful honeymoon. Anyway, so uh, Little Pig Robinson just stayed on the island and grew really fat. It says he grew fatter and fatter and more fatterer. And the ship's cook never found them. (laughs) Oh, never found them. So that's the end of it. It's like, get kidnapped and then make your way to an island that has all this food readily available. Just stay there and get fat. Have a a nice life. (laughs) That's the end of the story. But yeah, There's that yeah? And then I don't know the la- the last one that um, that I read for this for the podcast was the the um, Ginger and Pickles, which is basically a, a story about bad business management. <laughs> Ginger and Pickles, they're cat- well, that's cat and better dog. than
1: cannibalism. So
0: yeah,
1: cat I'll and dog, it. and
0: they have like a you know, like a general store, but they give mm-hmm. credit. So like. Everybody, then so nobody pays them, and you see all the different characters and even the dolls like come and shop there. Like you see Miss Miss um, Tiggy Winkle, Jemima, Peter. They're all going all up in this store, getting everything on credit and never paying a cent, like never paying the bills or anything. So the two, mm-hmm. so the two uh, Ginger and Pickles, the cat and dog, they shutter up their business. They go out of business, oh. and then you know get other jobs or whatever. And then all the business goes to Tabitha Twitchit, Tom Kitten's mom. Tom and Crane. she does not do credit.
1: the opportunist.
0: Yeah. And then somebody else opened up a shop. Penny's, Penny Pinchers or whatever. Penny Penny. Penny Penny reopened the shop or whatever. But she has to be paid in cash. Yep. <laughs> the end the end there's something to please everybody (laughs) the end yeah nice so what were the other ones um oh it was the appley dappley's nursery yeah and and cecily
1: parsley yeah so that's all food names (laughs) right and uh, that's 19 2021 22
0: 23 are there like oh no are there three more so that's two there's like another story I can't can't Um, remember. Yeah, I'd have to go
1: down the list. Yeah. I think it's in here, but I I don't know. I kind of spot read a
0: few. Yeah, that's fine. Now I'm just really curious, like, what's the, because that's 19, and then Pig Robinson is 20, and then Appley Dappley and Cecily Parsley.
1: Uh, Timmy Tiptoes.
0: Oh, we did that one.
1: Because that's where he gets stuck
0: in the tree, because of the the nuts and the little. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's missing. Yeah, I mean well, it's not important, I, but it was. Yeah, <laughs> <I> know <laughs> it's like on
0: my mind.
1: <laughs> we're a comp- we're completists. Yeah, yeah, must know. yeah, what's going on here? All right, so let's talk about our recipes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and, and talk about mine since I since I made it. Um, mm-hmm. like over the last couple days, <laughs> mm-hmm. I made like the components to it and then like assembled it. Um, I just did like a salad. Because, I don't know, it's springtime, that's what I want to eat, um, yeah, was inspired by Peter Rabbit, obviously, um, but did, like, springtime veggies, so I did, um, like, the little cute, uh, red, red, um, like, baby red potatoes, or new potatoes, or whatever they're called, mm-hmm. um, and asparagus, and, uh, sugar peas, mm. sugar, sugar snap peas, or whatever. Yeah, because it so, that, right, like. Yeah, oh, yeah, so, like, I, um, I roasted the potatoes and, um, like, just broiled quickly the, um, the asparagus and, um, snap peas and, and chopped up the asparagus and stuff and got it all, like, a uh, uh, salad size. And then, um, assembled it with butter lettuce, and mm-hmm. I'm so excited about this. I did, like, a watercress vinaigrette. Mm. So it's basically just like oil and apple cider vinegar and a little bit of sugar to balance it, and um, watercress. And so it's like bright green and pretty, and like dresses everything. And I put it like a little goat cheese and um, smoked salmon in there too. Mm. Yeah, which feels that smells nice, springy. Yeah, so it's just That's like a lot. nice salad. And I like doing, like, warm components in a salad, so, like, you know, the potatoes were still warm and everything when I assembled everything, and it kind of, like, slightly wilts the lettuce and absorbs the vinaigrette, so, um, yeah, it was, it was nice. That sounds really nice. Yes. So, springy salad. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, how about you? <laughs> and I was just thinking, is it, is it soporific? <laughs> oh, seriously. man. Any
1: food these days is pretty <laughs> soporific to me. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, so, years ago, I, m- I made just these really simple um, acorn kisses. Um, but it's just like a, a really simple little recipe that, um, well, it's more like a how to, I guess, um, that Hershey has on their website um but i but i made them so it's like little acorns out of hershey kiss and like mini nilla wafer and then like a little tiny butterscotch um chip like a little chocolate chip but it's the butterscotch kind. anyway if you know for the little top on the wafer but you just use like cookie icing or royal icing to like glue the pieces together so it's really simple, but I made them years ago for um, Squirrel Nutkin and Timmy Tiptoes, just to go along with those. Yeah, but, this is so cute. Yeah, and they're, you know, just makes nice little gifts to, to you know, just put a little few in a bag and just, just put a little ribbon. Um, but this time, like, when I think about Peter Rabbit, I instantly think of radishes. Because it does, it does mention that he eats some radishes. Um, yeah, it sure does. So I was like, hmm... Radishes. I ha- like I haven't really done much with radishes, like personally, like cooking them or e- or eating them at all. Um, so,
1: um,
0: but the reason I
1: actually I, well, go ahead. No, no, no. What about about. Oh, I was gonna say like I I use them. You're all up in the fair- radishes fairly often, because I like them in salads and stuff, and I I basically just, like, sliced them with a the mandolin, mm. and I actually did some tonight, because I made, like, a um, edamame hummus, uh-huh. and then just, like, sliced a bunch of radishes to eat with it, because yeah. <laughs> I think, but you know what, I, I think they were on my mind, because you were talking about what you were going to make, and so, like, I just radishes. went to the grocery store today and saw them, and I'm like, I'm getting some radishes, Yeah, so you inspired my dinner tonight, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead. Um, <laughs> radishes. Well, so I had some radishes
0: yeah. um already because you remember how like I do the if your book was a food, what would it be like when right, I asked yes. So recently um the author of Nemesis, is a new new book that came out um, by Brandon Rakes, um, and he said that his book would be a radish. <laughs> But I'm like, wait, I mean, if the story was a food, he's like, no, 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 you can't go back on it. It's because his book, the cover is like white and red, like it has white and red covers, colors. Oh, okay. And so he immediately thought of like a radish. That's
1: still so funny that like radish will be the food that comes to you for white and red. I don't know. Yeah. I thought well, candy cane and then like, some of the people in the audience were like oh what and then so he's like
0: he's like oh i don't know like okay fine red velvet cupcake you know with cream cheese frosting well of course and then my mind was thinking you know can i make red velvet cupcakes with radishes oh, <laughs> which apparently it is a real thing what you're is watching the But you said and you said you were watching what the Great British Bake Off and they were doing like No 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 I was watching uh Or what were
1: you watching? No I've been watching uh Top Chef. Oh Top Chef. I'm like thinking, because 'cause we're
0: talking about Beatrix Potter, I'm thinking British.
1: (laughs) I know, I know. I I still have not seen this great British bake off. It's on Netflix.
0: Now. I know it is. I have one like on too, but I haven't started it yet either.
1: <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's it's easy to watch now. I have no excuse. Yeah, Me, I need to watch this to support. it's amazing. But no, this was from Top Chef. Like I've been I've been like binge watching this past season, I'm like halfway through. And um, there was one challenge that like they had to have a radish in every course, including a dessert. Mm-hmm. And like they both made like very successful desserts with radishes. Like somebody made like a radish cake and then somebody made a radish panna cotta. Wow. And And apparently they were both delicious. Like, they they both scored really well or whatever. Um, I'm like, that's so interesting because, I mean, I love mixing, like, Mm -hmm. sweet and savory ingredients. But, like, radish would never occur to me because it's got, like, I mean
0: it's got kind of a little you, bitterness to it and stuff, it, well sure. it's
1: got like a spiciness you know yeah. like so when you when you roast it like i've roasted radishes before it's not like something i do often but i did it once and like they do turn a little sweet when you roast them mm-hmm. you know but like it well, just kind of like so
0: onions right like if you roast. yeah or garlic exactly. or
1: whatever yeah. yeah yeah like when you activate those sugars and whatever yeah like it activate it, it, the sugars activate those, caramelize those. Yeah, so it turns a little sweet or whatever. But, like, still, even so, as, like, adventurous as I am, like, it would never occur to me to put it in a sweet dish. So, you were talking about, like, making either muffins or scones or something. Yeah, so,
0: it's like, so I had the, I have these radishes. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so I made, I, so I, I just did, like, a really simple, um, like, with onions and radish, and butter and then put in some i did put in a little bit of garlic just because i like
1: garlic so you were making like a savory one but when you were talking about well, it when i was, I was first
0: thought, talking about it yeah my,
1: i thought you meant sweet or maybe you did well i sweet. like but i
0: entertained sweet. the idea for a little bit but i didn't really delve into i kind not want to now i know right like i, I know like i'm so curious like
1: how that would turn out yeah it's, it's kind of like zucchini bread you can make it that, yeah, sweet. that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like, lightly sweet. It's not like a dessert, you know, but it's like, yeah. you know. I, I wonder if you could do that. But anyway, like, yeah, go ahead and... I mean, I think savory would be really good, too, if it was, like, all nice and, like, buttery and nice, you know, with veggies in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, so, yeah. I, so I made these, like, to kind of go along with the book. I did this, like, onion... Um, I mean, the the Nemesis book. Um, anyway, but, but I was like, well... If I'm good, I have these radishes, like, let me make them into, like, scone or muffin, like, because, because also I think of, like, scones or muffins, like, that kind of just seems like a thing to, that would match well with, like, Beatrix Potter stories.
1: Oh, yeah, Totally. Um, I mean you made you made your skull muffins for um I know it's this. like yeah, i it like a British-y <laughs> kind yeah. of already done like savory or sweet like with a cup of tea sounds perfect yeah, yeah so.
0: and so so yeah like, yeah like like muffin especially is like is just keeps sticking in my mind for um for Beatrix Powder books like I guess because it's
1: I don't know, a muffin is just so cute, like, muffin. I know, it is. But
0: anyway, I don't know what it is, but...
1: It's a, a baked good, like, a current bun. Yeah, like, a little cute <laughs> thing. Um, yeah. And you can s- put it in a little basket with, like, a gingham, um... Aww. yeah. Uh, cloth or
0: whatever. Okay, and then <laughs> take it to market or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, I, like, I still, um, need to make it, like, I've, I've... But, yeah, it'll just be, like, a really simple... But but I'm thinking that I... But since reading through this, uh, reading through the stories again, I'm like, I would like to add, like, carrot to it as well. Like, you know, so, like, radish and carrot and, yeah, you know, some like more that, herbs. Yeah. Um, just
1: kind of like a garden wasn't. Yeah, garden
0: exactly. Um, yeah, just something, like, kind of and flaky. you could currants, too. Oh, I could. Yeah cute little currants oh my gosh because i have currants still
1: oh okay like from
0: something i don't know something from a long time ago
1: oh it was for
0: it was for a video game anyway (laughs) (laughs) i'm like what was it for it was these like lemon currant buns yeah anyway so so yeah i still so i still need to make that but that's like that's what i've been working on i mean in my mind (laughs) brainstorming well I like how you're
1: making your radishes multitaskery yeah
0: yeah I gotta use them up um That's right and I mean well cause I I mean I could just do the really easy cooked radishes like radish and onions and herbs like that could be my dish, but but I just keep come, my brain keeps coming back to like the muffin, like
1: no, sconish muffin it, kind like, of. Like you ha- I I want those. Like you have to make them second make your recipe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it <This> sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, <laughs> especially savory because, like I said, like I mean, sweet, I'm still intrigued, but like a savory scone, like sounds awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Cuz yeah, yeah, usually with, with, with scones like, herbs I think herbs of and garlicky yeah, I don't berries
0: know, anything, yeah. or something. Cuz I did um mushroom scones for Alice in Wonderland. Um, yeah,
1: cuz like I don't have much of a sweet tooth in you. I, I mean, I do sometimes I get like on a kick. Or yeah, a yeah, it's like, like phases in, or whatever. <laughs> in general, like I prefer like savory stuff. Like savory scone sounds delicious. Okay,
0: I'll ma- I'm I'm going to make it happen. Haha.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, request. I'm making your own okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Savor is <laughs> Um
0: so just like, so we mentioned Brighton Taylor, uh, and her awesome yes. recipes and the little PDF uh, cookbook. Um, and so we just will we'll mention a, a few more um that can, and we'll provide the links on um, the website um, but there is a series uh, inspired by Beatrix Potter so it's called The Cottage Tales of Beatrix Potter and it's actually like about Beatrix Potter I mean it's like historical fiction I guess it's like the mystery cozy mysteries or whatever um, and it's a series written by Susan Wittig Albert uh, and my mom actually reads these books um, so that's how I know about them but um, on the website there are recipes so it's like um like 19 like early 1900s um lake district foods so uh, it says they're calorie rich (laughs) (laughs) and yeah so it's like garden vegetables and you know meat and um so the yeah so it's like they're all just all these kind of, like, um, traditional recipes, but they're, like, based on these books inspired by, uh, the life a- of Beatrice Potter. So, I think that's really cool. And there are... I really cool. Four, five, six, seven, eight books. So, there are lots of recipes. There are, like, several recipes for each book that are on the website. So, there's a ton of recipes. Um... And then, so a while ago, Beatrix Potter's personal cookbook was auctioned off. 161-year-old Beatrix Potter recipe, po- recipe book. Um, and one of the recipes that was made known to the world was uh, a special gingerbread co- like cookie recipe. And so that you can find many uh, many websites, um, but we'll share the link. Yeah. We'll share the link uh, from Paper and Salt, which I think we've mentioned before.
1: Yeah, we definitely have. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we'll share Paper and Salt's um, blog post about Beatrix Potter's Gingerbread um, that that does have the recipe. So that's really cool because um, that's the author's own recipe. Uh, and then we've got. And then just, just FYI, like, there are a lot of Peter Rabbit cookbooks. Like, you can just go on Amazon and, um... But there's, like, Peter Rabbit and Friends cookbook. There's Beatrix Potter Country Cooking cookbook. Peter Rabbit's Natural Foods cookbook. Peter Rabbit's Cookery book. Anyway. So, th- I think those are all, Those are kind of fun when you can find the, um, the cookbooks that kind of match your book series. Um like official ones or whatever this or yeah whatever.
1: and they all seem very sweet you know yeah. so like lots of gardeny British-y stuff yeah <laughs> so
0: um and then on the Happy Foodie they did um there's a, a series of Peter Rabbit inspired recipes like spring spring recipes uh, like milk and blackberry bunnies um they're like cupcakes it looks like uh, and then green pea pesto. So these are by different people, um, but they are collected on uh, this post by the Happy, on the Happy Foodie that we'll, we will link to. Um, yeah, honey and seed flapjacks. So different things like that um, inspired by the show. I mean, the, the show. Oh, my gosh, the books. The show. The yeah. Books? We've got the Royal Oak Foundation um, made hot cross buns from, uh, I mean, for Beatrix Potter, um, yes, Mrs. Rabbit's Hot Cross Buns, uh, and they have an article about Hilltop Farm by, uh, or which was Beatrix Potter's place. Um, yeah, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of recipes you can find online, um, that are inspired by, and then some that are, like, directly taken out of the books mentioned. Um, so, we, so we'll so we share, you know, the, the ones that we've mentioned, um, which is a, a good handful. So, yeah. So, it's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, there sure is. <laughs> I just keep <laughs> thinking, like, yeah, it's going to be some bacon. And, no, just kidding. Because like the pigs when they're walking in town they're like oh they're like shying away from the shops that have bacon and sausage dangling in the windows like anyway
1: that seems so brutal I can you imagine rip.
0: and then they walk like one of the pigs like or it was Robinson pig Robinson like happened to walk into like a a pub or something and then the the men started, like, catcalling, basically. Like, whoa, bacon! Like, here, pinky, pinky. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so he, like, runs out. Whoa. Anyway. <laughs> so what are we doing next time?
1: What is our... We're
0: doing Beauty and the Beast?
1: Oh, I think so. Yeah. Have you seen it yet? I have not. Me neither, but I was gonna, thinking to take the kids to see. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Take, take Amelia, yeah. Take yeah. one. I'm excited for it. I've heard it's pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. Alright, so we got Beauty and the Beast coming
0: up. Yeah, so we'll talk about the movie, and we'll talk about the various, um, I don't know, like, an, I, I don't know, original, because, again, there there are many different versions of the Beauty and the Beast tale. So we'll talk about the fairy tales, the old, old fairy tales, and we'll talk about the movie Disney, um movie so yeah, yeah. so it should be fun.
1: <laughs> Alright so we'll um we'll post recipes as well as anything we talked about at our website fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Yeah
0: and you can find us on Twitter at fkpod and on Instagram at fiction Kitchen Podcast. Now run along and don't get into any mischief.
1: <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Yeah we'll
0: catch you next time. Bye